Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We're going live to Washington to start this morning. Uh, We're going to hear from the Supreme Court today. Arguments will be heard in the case regarding whether Donald Trump is eligible for the 2024 ballot in Colorado. Stephen, what can we expect? Well, uh, this is going to be at least an hour and 20 minute argument. That's what's been set aside, although it, it, it could go on longer if the justices have more questions. And they probably will, because this is the first time the Supreme Court has been asked to answer whether Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, written in 1866, ratified in 1868, whether it applies to the presidency, and whether it specifically should be invoked for Donald Trump, for his role in the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. The Colorado Supreme Court says that it does apply to the president, and it specifically should apply to Donald Trump, that he engaged in insurrection, having previously taken an oath to defend the Constitution in violation of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, and the High Court of Colorado ruled that he should not be on that state's ballot next month in the primary. So the question for the justices is to uh, determine whether the Supreme Court of Colorado got it right or whether they made a mistake. Uh, And there will be arguments from both sides. A lawyer for the former president will have 40 minutes to address the justices, and the other side will also have 40 minutes. Do we have an idea of what the Supreme Court is thinking about this? Because it seems like now more than ever, these justices are, are speaking out. They're doing interviews. They're like public figures, almost like politicians. Well, no, uh, they haven't. They haven't spoken out about this. They haven't done interviews about this. And so we'll see for the first time today. We'll be hanging on every word of the questions that they ask. What we can assume is that these, this conservative-leaning court is not particularly interested in uh, upholding this ruling by the Colorado Supreme Court. That's what most legal observers expect, that they'll look for ways to strike down that ruling. But how they do it will be very interesting, assuming they do. What kind of off-ramps will they seek to explore? Well, I I think it's unlikely that the Supreme Court of the United States is going to agree that Donald Trump engaged in insurrection. I don't think it's likely that they're going to even get into that debate about whether he engaged in insurrection. I think it's more likely that they'll seek some sort of procedural off-ramp, which is to say uh, they they might take up the idea, as Trump has argued, that the, the third section of the 14th Amendment doesn't really apply to the presidency because it refers to officers of the United States or officers under the United States. And their reading of the Constitution is that the it's kind of it's, it defies common sense, frankly, but their reading of the Constitution is that the the uh, the presidency is not an officer of the United States um, because of the way that the Constitution refers to officers of the United States elsewhere. Uh, A plain reading, a plain understanding of the debate in 1866 would have it that certainly the framers of the 14th Amendment expected that it would apply to the presidency, but that's a textualist argument that Trump's lawyers are making today. Uh, They might also 
uh, take up the idea that it's for Congress to to pass a law that actually invokes the Fort or, or, or enforces the 14th Amendment, sets up a framework. This actually existed in the aftermath of the Civil War, where there was a process whereby the U.S. attorney all across the country, a U.S. attorney would have the power to go into federal court, file a civil uh, motion, and seek to have a federal judge decide whether an individual was disqualified because they had served the Confederacy. What I, I think is, is unlikely is for the Supreme Court to say that the 14th Amendment's third section is a dead letter. Uh, not even Trump is arguing that, because uh, it, 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 is, it is straightforward. It speaks of engaging in insurrection or rebellion, aiding the enemies of the United States. And there were a couple of examples in the World War I era where there was a socialist who was elected from Wisconsin to the House. And the House refused to seat him because he was convicted of espionage, violating the Espionage Act in 1919-1920. And a couple of times, the, his constituents from Wisconsin sent him to Washington, and the House refused to seat him, citing 14th Amendment Section 3. So the question really is, what will the Supreme Court seek to find as a, as a reason to, to discard the Colorado Supreme Court ruling? I think it's unlikely that it will be upheld, but it will be very important to see how the justices are leaning, and we'll read into their questions today to find out. Stephen, thank you for all that background. Stephen Portnoy, joining us live from Washington. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.